qualified for this job, uh, how about a starting salary of $5,000? Yo mama! Uh, $7,500 a year. Your grandma! 
$15,000, Mr. Wilson. You'll be the highest paid janitor in America. Just don't, don't hurt me, please. Okay. Okay. You want me to start now? Oh, no, no, no. It's all right. I'll clean all this up. I'll take a couple of weeks off. You look tired.
Cecil and Virginia Ramos. Take a breath, take a breath. Smell a smell, sniff a sniff, and take a breath. You can move your feet to walk, and you use your tongue to talk, but your mouth and nose are waiting. Take a breath, take a breath, take a breath. Smell a smell, sniff a sniff, and take a breath. You can move your teeth to chew, but your face is turning blue. Get some air inside of you, just take a breath. You never think of breathing, though you do it all day long. You even have to breathe to sing this silly little song. You got to take a breath before you try to blow a bubble. And if you stop your breathing, you got big, big trouble. Smell, sniff a sniff and take a breath There are many ways to play But you're growing every day And you need your ventilation Take a breath You've got to do your breathing Take a breath
guitar Been trying to find my daddy With that broke down piece of junk Ask everyone to help me Cry and help me if you can You'll know my daddy He's that trombone playing man Where is my daddy? Tell me where is my daddy With that big long sliding thing I even ask a man That played a steel guitar He said that you don't need him To be moved eight to the bar He brought his amplifier And he hitched it in my plug He planked it and he plunked it But it just wasn't good enough Cause I need my daddy Need my daddy With that big long sliding thing I said, mm, my daddy's back. I opened up the door, and there stood Piano Jack. He said, I came to do some tinkling on your piano keys. I said, don't make me nervous. This ain't no time to tease. Just send me my daddy. Send me my daddy with that big long slide. Thing. Well, the first time he played, I asked him how it was done. He said, I blow through here. Then I work my fingers and my thumb. I slide it right out. Then I slide it back again. And I get a lot of wind. And then I Bye. 
Liberty South 17 dead. Blackest black South Africa. Camera, action, blood and shoes. Remember the mountains of shoes? The commemoration of 69 slain in Sharpville? The militia swarms down on the marchers, the township and disenfranchised children become angry bands of roving youth, throwing rocks and epithets at billy clubs, automatic machine gun, tanks, cannons. It's sanctioned slaughter. Two cops transform a protester's head into mulch on the six o'clock news. Within minutes, the Patriarch of America, too, appears via satellite. Will he increase his hardline policy towards South Africa? No. The situation of apartheid is deplored by all. But these were rioters. And some of the police who stopped the violence were black. Video pornography. Piosis, he blames the slave for slavery, whitewashes and soft petals genocide. I'm out of my senses. Split, splat, home of the lynch mob, land of the vigilante. World War II is now taking place, an economic holocaust. Who remembers Mary Smokes? Who remembers wounded me? Who remembers the night of the long knives? Kent State? Jackson State? Attica? The Greensboro Five? Geronimo? In 1819, I was stoned to death in the streets of Philadelphia by three white women. Who am I? Hello for months later. I am fighting to stay in the classroom. No opened mind. I'm teaching Lord of the Flies, telling the youth about Manson and Jim Jones's Temple of Doom, sympathy for the devil, Altamont, Hell's Angels. And this girl looks up to me and says, are you making this up? Tim, who remembers the tongue of the man who has no tongue?
necessary to do. I want a mission, not a gig or a good time. I want a mission. This is going to need slick legs and despair come walking my way with an achy step. Shipwrecked souls, desolation, paradise. Back over wonderland of lost souls, staggering around, arms outstretched, cooking for something. Lonely hero man sitting on the crest of the apocalypse. And our boy says something like, uh, Hey, sir, I'm a man away from home. And my soul is out on loan. Could you throw us down a bone? So I won't be all alone. Because I want to see it all. And I want to have it all. And I want to see it fall. And I want to take it all away. Birthday news ripping around my neck, shivers up and down my spine. The time is mine, I'm feeling fine. I take this one thin dime, call my mind on the phone and say, say something to warm her heart. Say, uh, your boy done fucked up. Had a bit of hard luck. Went down a wrong trail, messing some wrong
from side to side. You say you're stuck around for just one last ride. No one's sure you go, just as sure as you can. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Let your fingers do the walking. Let your fingers do the walking. Let your fingers do the walk. Let your fingers do the walking. You spend so much time telling me about yourself and your kind. There's so many of you now, and I want to know, how does your army grow, and so on, man, and so on, man, so go on, man, so go on, man, well, so long, man, let your fingers do the walking, 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 hey now, hey now, I got a halo above my head, gun in my hand, I can do no wrong, no wrong man, time stands still and takes a step aside, my credit is good anywhere, anytime, all the girls know my name, but there's none by my side, I'm a man among man, walking tall with a plan, you can send it around the world, you can hold it in your hand, you can bring it on home, I'm Armageddon man, it's written on the wall for a good time. radio.fm if you're listening live stick around to watch a movie with Mike Spiegelman and Carl and a word on the street is the movie's going to be full length
best piano of all. I played everyone in the neighborhood. I never played a one that sounds so good. I got a shot, a backbeat, a boogie woogie too. But when I play my jolly roll, you won't know what to do. Oh, baby, let me bang your boss. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, man. Face the right way the first time this time. That's how you know it's going to be a good episode. I concur. Guy on my left. Um, <laughs> we are also on... I should say we are right now streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. What a fantastic internet radio station coming out of the Mission District of San Francisco. We have been on the air since 2016. You can listen to us first every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us watch. We're going to have you listen to our podcast and watch a movie on YouTube at the same time. We're also a podcast. You have to find us by the acronym mentioned up front. L. L. W. A. L. F. L. L. M. O. Y. Y. T. stands for the two words YouTube. And you could also go to. We're also right now on YouTube itself. How Apple eat itself. One word website. YouTube. The two word website. The words being you and tube. Um, go ahead. You can f go subscribe to us, L W A F L M O Y T. And you know, Carl, we've been on the air for several years. Do us a favor, go to iTunes, just give us a review. Yeah, I said it. I said it after seven years. I finally said it. Carl, what is the movie this week? Well, that's actually what I'm going to ask you, head of the family, 1996. Michael, what is the movie this week? It's Head of the Family from 1996. Carl, no. I feel like our world is upside down. Normally, you research and watch a movie, and then I come in cold. But this episode... This is like a switcheroo. It's like you're over here now. All right, we're going to 
milk as much mileage milk as milk as much as we can out of this video <laughs> I think. this is okay, a switcheroo you, episode you, said, you go to youtube search engine you you put in the head no just head of the family no the yes 1996. that's correct this is What's a movie directed time? by charles Pan, and his production company full moon features is hosting this movie so full this moon is an official themselves? Yeah, they're this this is they're officially giving this movie away for free. I'll bit I'll be it edited, but don't worry. Plenty by the way, can I just give a content warning up front? Full uh, frontal yeah. nudity. Full frontal nudity. Thank you for warning us. <laughs> and there's some gore and there's a scummy boyfriend, but for the most part, full frontal nudity. And some no. some some mad scientist, if you if that kind of upsets you, which I was uh, rattled. Anyway, fine. Head of the family, 1996, full Mike, moon features. That's yes. a lot of information to digest. It's, so now it's a chore. No, it's not a chore because what Mike has done is he's gone and double down invested in the quality of this film, this uh, this episode by getting an interview with a celebrity, not comedian. He, yeah, I would call him a comedian if you oh, think celebrity uh, comedian countdown. He's an NPR humorist. How about that? Ah, ah. <laughs> so look, take it away, Mike. Hello, hey, welcome to a special switcheroo edition of comedian celebrity comedian countdown. Uh, here with your host Mike Spiegelman and our special guest Adam Felber. Welcome, Adam. Great to have you here on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. It is a pleasure to be here. Wow, and that crowd is, that crowd is pumped. Red hot. You know what? Red Normally hot. Carl does these interviews and he has like some kind of crowd noise. I just wanted to trump him up front, provide our own crowd noise. Adam Felber, great to have you here. Adam is a, you probably recognize Adam from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Who oh, is, yeah. I can't believe I get to say this a panelist on the show <laughs> uh, i am yes one of the great 20th century jobs keeping it alive being a panelist i love it i love uh, it you too. Also... it's the easiest job in show business oh no you've been doing it every week it's great it always well not every week but but uh, you know they rotate us in and out but boy you just go in you make jokes you leave love it and you can also hear adam and uh wait wait don't tell me regular paula poundstone with their own podcast uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone. And you have something, uh, we'll talk about it later, called Dad, ban Dad Bandland. So Dad Bandland, yes. Yes, I do. We'll, let's save that for last. Okay. You wrote, I couldn't believe this. Now, Adam and I know each other. Adam is good friends of my brother, Adam Spiegelman. Also Adam. Adam Spiegelman is a god among this show. He created the podcast Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast, which this show is based on. Uh, and we've had him as guests most recently for Come and Get It. So we were all gathered together, and I did not realize this, Adam, that you co-wrote the memoirs for filmmaker Charlie Ban. I did. I did. That was my uh, my uh, pandemic job. Oh, I, my I God. Had, I hadn't written a book in a while, but my book agent got in touch with me and said, this project might interest you. And boy, was he right. It was fantastic. You know, the premise of our podcast is that we i've always read about movies and directors but i've never seen had access to their films until youtube came out and now i can watch it i did a classic i read your book first and then i saw his movies oh so, wow yeah i had no idea like i've always heard of 
uh, Full Moon Productions, and I've always heard of the, the long ongoing Puppet Master series, but I had no idea who this young guy was, and I didn't realize how influential he was in the 80s. Holy shit. So the guy is Charlie Van is his name. And I got to ask you, Adam, up front, I didn't realize, like, in the spirit of Stan Lee, in the spirit of just 20th century showmanship, this guy's a genuine showmanship. How was it to write the memoirs to a guy who's a showman? It was such a trip. And he's such a showman that um, I also thought he was a liar. I think when I, when I first took a meeting with him, he just started unspooling this this spiel, uh, not 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 uh, Spiegel, a spiel. Uh, it was, he was saying, "Oh, uh, my dad discovered Marilyn Monroe, so she was my first babysitter, and my granddad was uh, a famous artist, friends with Chagall in Paris, but he was in the White House carving a bust of, or sculpting a bust of FDR when the Nazis took Paris, and so." His new friend FDR settled him in Hollywood, and, and it, it just went on and on. And he said, I gave Demi Moore her first movie starring role, and I gave Helen Hunt her first starring role, and I accidentally bought the biggest castle in Umbria in Italy, and I, I, I bought Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio south of Rome for no money down and ran it until it was taken from me after three years. Like, this endless spiel. And he and was right. All of, all of it true. turned out to be true. I agreed to the book before I knew it was all true, but right. it was all true. It's a just amazing, amazing guy who his, can his grandfather was story. Max Pan, the uh, Parisian uh, artist who he, I've always heard, but I, I've never really connected, you know, him to anything. Yeah. And then also, his son, we should mention, is the lead singer of The Calling. Uh, one his of his son sons. is the lead singer of The Calling. His his dad was John Ford's AD on. Um, Concrete jungle, asphalt jungle, whatever that movie was. Um, That's the most remarkable. Uh, uh, and he did discover Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Marilyn we, did live here in my neighborhood. And uh, I found out. As his babysitter. You know, babysat him yeah. when he was one. He, it's also a story of Los Angeles. Like, he really loves Los Angeles and at one point owned 31 properties in, yeah. around the area. Insane. He compulsively yeah. collected properties. One of them is very well known. If you ever watched the um, the uh, first season of or first three seasons of Entourage, the giant mansion that the guys rent that's the that's the Toberman Estate, which abuts uh, uh, that park near Griffith Park, uh, Runyon Canyon. Yeah, and that estate was owned by Charlie for for several years. His I want to talk to you about Empire Pictures, Meta Arts, and the fact the man created 3d movies recreated in the 80s <laughs> yeah where do you want to start there's a lot there okay let's start from the beginning let's start from what i want to uh, talk about wizard video games in 1985 licensed <laughs> texas chainsaw massacre for the 2600 yeah charlie was charlie takes you know he's not shy about saying that he invented a lot in video That's games high. he um he got the idea in the late 70s, I think, that, that um, video games were going to be a thing not just for kids but for adults. And with that in mind, he licensed Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. And he licensed them for, like, no money at all. John Carpenter was his buddy. That was easy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, he was already in the business of licensing movies. And the conventional wisdom was that you can't make a video game for adults. Um, and, and there was no market for it. So... For very little money, he made a Halloween video game and a Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game. 
and everybody else turned out to be right. There was no market for games for adults at that time. <laughs> it was a video game bust. They, it was a bust. They had to sell it, you know, they had to keep it behind the counter and sell it in brown paper bags. And uh, it was, you know, parents wanted to ban it and uh, they sold zero copies, basically. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, well, now it's like a it's a treasure. Chest. I mean, if you could yeah. find a copy of that, it's worth so much. Like, and it's one of those hollowed stories. It's funny because I was listening. I listened to the audiobook, So I heard him in full effect. And he said, I created the most notorious video game. And I said, "Oh, please don't let it be Hunter's Revenge, Custer's Revenge." Right? right? No, please don't it let the... it be the the cum eating one. So I, I told was him really... about Custer's Revenge, though I did. He, he he's kind of a classy guy. Like I really, I saw Crash as one of his early seventies films. Yeah, we head of the family. We're going to watch in a couple of minutes, and then I watched uh, Evil Bong Eight, which <laughs> was an hour long from twenty twenty two. I was on all... set for that. I visited him on set. Okay, so why don't we just close? Tell me what it's like being on the set of a Charlie Mann production. Well, there's um, there's a lot of good feeling. Everybody's in a good mood. I mean, it, it's a, it's a it, they're real sets. I mean, they there's all the personnel that you'd want. There's the sound people and the lights people, and it it's not it's not a completely cheapo production. Even though he's made over three hundred and fifty movies now, oh um, yeah, there is nudity on set. If you <laughs> spoiler alert, he. There are... but it was it was great nudity. Uh, and by the way, they're at a restaurant for the entire hour, and nobody stands. So you get great quality nudity sitting Wait, above the waist nudity. Yes, above I, the waist nudity. I, I was on that set, and it was um, for these days. He's got this bright idea that like some of his uh, the roles should be influencers that he finds on Instagram because it's a mutually beneficial relationship. The Instagrams, in, the the IG personalities, the influencers brag about being in his movie. He gets their audience to see his movie. So those three women played themselves. They're all influencers. Yes. Well, I'll be. Because the rest <laughs> of the people, like, it stands. He has this great, like, Stanley Marvel vision of, of crossovers and having his own editorial video. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's a new world for me. So I went blind. I met the Tiger King in that hour. Yep. <laughs> Did you talk to the Tiger King? I talked to everybody on set. He was super influenced as a kid by Marvel Comics. Just And he wanted to create, when he first pitched the idea of Universal uh, in the mid-'80s, um, uh, uh, putting his movies out straight to video, he was pitching the idea of an extended universe. He thought that was where, where it was at, that he would have crossovers and have these IPs that would continue forever. And we should mention, he went bust like three times. Went right. com almost completely broke three times and then reinvented himself. And the smartest thing I think he ever did was the last time he went bust in the early 2000s when he went bust again, because it was between that and his intellectual property. And he wanted to keep the evil bong movies, the puppet master movies. He wanted to keep all his properties because he was like, I'll be back. And he was right. He was absolutely right. And now we should mention, go to Tubi TV. There's a really good Full Moon Entertainment channel there. There's ads, but they have the most recent. They have like 40, 50 years worth of entertainment there, including it's Charlie, his, his father, who directed, co-directed. Yeah, that's one thing. The Ghoulies 2, I did not realize it was an indoor set. They had a giant carnival. That's nuts. We're that was when he had three. Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio. Dino went belly up, kind of fled to America, although he never he didn't describe it that way. And yeah. uh, through some shady bank deal, gave the studio to Charlie. He had these six sound stages, 
and he was flourishing like the puppet master movies were rocking and rolling so for making ghoulies 2 he and his dad built a carnival inside a soundstage oh unreal unbelievable and then of course troll i should mention great movies and he mentions he doesn't have the rights to those films those are MGM or somebody. Like, yeah, there's a they, few of his movies. You know, people people denigrate his movies, but they, people also watch his movies. So there's a there's a handful of them, including the ones for kids like Prehysteria, that he hasn't necessarily gotten all the rights back to yet. He would love uh, to get Troll back, but he doesn't have it yet. Right, and he did a lot of good kids movie. I don't know. I honestly, at the end of the day, his stories are really about stories. The mysteries of these, uh, you know, even Crash was about a magic ed, uh, amulet that that causes chaos, and it's always about that unknown. And I, I yeah. think it's really, like, you know, he is exploitative, but you know, Adam, the definition of his exploitation is really interesting. It's something people really want to see, like the, the yeah. Corona Zombies movie. Oh yeah, at the beginning of, of the day I met him, he was wrapping production on. The, the movie that he was shooting right before the, the lockdown for the pandemic. And the movie was called Corona Zombies. And it was basically <laughs> a what if this, this coronavirus was actually a zombie virus. And it was, it was really fun to, to watch that movie. And, but yeah, his definition of an exploitation movie is what the classic, the Roger Cormans of the world, how they define it. It's not, you're not exploiting the people. Like a black exploitation movie doesn't exploit, um, Black people so much as it exploits the fact that people want to see those movies in those conditions right now. Yeah. It exploits oh, yeah. It, cultural moments, not the people making them. Yeah, and I thought that was a much solid because there's a lot of like pioneers, like just the way he figured out home video and stuff like that. Other pioneers like that, they're really nasty people or their their movies after a while get grind down on you. And I didn't really have that vibe with him. And and No, so... he's relentlessly positive, even in the grossest movies. And you're about to watch by the way, uh, head of the family, right? Yes. When I asked Charlie in one of our first interviews, because we spent the pandemic talking on the phone and I recorded everything, um, when I asked him what his favorite movie was he ever made, that was his first answer. Well, that was the first movie listed. And it was classic Mike Spiegel. And I'm like, I have to read about this movie before I see it. But yeah, that was the first one. And I, I have all that information from the book that I will tell Carl when we watch this movie so it's demented us... you guys are gonna love it it's 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 just a crazy crazy movie and honestly i'll i'll show my cards i thought it was really good i yeah. love that noir stuff he did like really kind of classic adult stuff it wasn't really dumbed down and and you know but i'll say it, that adam it makes you wish he directed more movies he didn't direct a lot in it in the prime days of 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 those because he was running an entire studio and yeah. pumping out 12 movies a year minimum so, no, yeah, yeah, so absolutely. He didn't as many as I kind of wish he had. Because another classic, I just want to tell everybody, genuinely a great movie, and Quentin Tarantino agrees with me, um, is Trancers with Helen Hunt. Thanks for bringing that up. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the weirdest movies mentioned was Pulse Pounders, which featured a mini sequel to Trancers. Yes, uh, they were all mini sequels, weren't they? In Pulse Pounders, if I remember. What correctly. a weird movie! It was three anthology of, of sequels of of his own productions. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I, that that was his approach. It's always been his approach is to keep building on his universe. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dadbandland.com? Uh, no, just uh, Google Dadbandland. It's it's in your podcast. It is. I have a neighborhood cover band, and it struck me that that's kind of a fun thing. Um, right. So I created a podcast where we explore music from the point of view of some guys who play it. I love bad movies. I love NPR. I love Paula Poundstone. 
your audience, you're on your own with this dad uh, band. band. <laughs> dad band land. Come on, DBL. Yeah. Audience, by this point, you enjoyed this conversation. You're ready to hit. You have this movie on pause at zero, zero, zero. What Adam says, go. We want you to go ahead and press uh, play. So, Adam, starting like a three, two, one, go. Nice, even. You got Take it. it away. Thank you so much <laughs> for being on the show. Oh, enjoy the movie, everybody. Here it comes. Three, two, one, go. Wow. Albert, author of Confessions of a Puzzle, uh, Puzzle Meister. That's, that's Will Short's book. Confessions of a Puppet Master, uh, uh-huh. my years in Hollywood. And this movie gets mentioned immediately in the book. But that's his pseudonym. He's Robert uh, Talbot. 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 It's actually Charles Band. He also is the production A-A-N? head. Like Boys in the Band? V- Charles Band. Okay. Yeah. Band on the Run was one of his chapters. <laughs> he couldn't resist, right? He could not resist. Hey, I'm with the band, he said. Uh, so check out his brother does the music. Check it out. Funny but eerie. Ooh, spooky. Oh. That's his the music. Brother has some part. Chops. Now, d- doesn't this, there's a big house and some kind of wacky, spooky music playing. Right. What TV show are you thinking of right now? I'm thinking of Fuller House. <laughs> no. Oh, Carl, Carl, I walked by a place in Los Angeles that had a sign that said Full House, and I thought, Carl's got to see this. It's the <laughs> Full House house in Los Angeles. <laughs> you remember how we teased the house? That was so much fun. Oh, my God. I When Carl visited me in San Francisco, we literally had to go to the Full House house. Yeah, we sang to the Full House house. We sang Charles in Charge. <laughs> That's right. They, they chased us away. So we've been staring at this house with this wacky music. What's the mystery behind this freaking house? Ghosts? Well, we'll find out when the writer, when the producer and director credit pops up. What Here does it come. look like? Does it look like... Um... I should I should recognize that it doesn't look like Dr. Strange's house. It doesn't look like Amityville Horror. It doesn't look like the Adams Family house to you. Don't oh, you have like Adam Family vibes? Is that vibes? what you're seeing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And here they are. Here's the Adam Family. Uh, big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Oh my god, look at them. They're coming closer. Look out. Okay, this is interesting trick. The music stops the moment the the money goes into the jukebox. You know, you hear like songs playing briefly. All right, so welcome to this world. This is a group. We are talking to a biker right here. Uh, He is a drug dealer. And he's saying, hey, man, it was a little light. You better uh, merchandise. Make sure you get money. I'll break your buddy's other arm. He's like, you got it. He's like, I'll break your arm too. He's like, okay. Now get out of here, right? <laughs> so he's stealing drugs here in Lance's restaurant. And Lance is a guy behind the counter. And he's talking to Loretta. His That's the biker's girlfriend right there. And she's, okay, he's Loretta. Porky Pig. Yeah, she Loretta, man. Porky Pig? What's that? She calls her, her name is Loretta, uh, is uh, Jacqueline Bovell. And she was originally an accountant. She said you're getting like kind of poochy eating all that ice cream. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pooch? now look. Oh, her bot. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, like, this guy's eating Cheerios, and he doesn't complain about the biker. He says, oh, look, here comes the stack pool. So here they come. Glasses, guy named Wheeler. There's Esperella, the sex pot, and the big guy is Otis, and they want groceries. For some reason, this restaurant is, like, called Shop and Stop. And, really? you know, like the, Yeah, the director said, hey, this works out great. They go into the restaurant and get groceries. We'll make it a stop and shop. What's what's uh, Sex Pot's real name in the film? In the is Esperella. Esperella. It's like like Esterella. Okay, and that Got Esterella, it. she doesn't really talk in this movie. Her name is listed as Diane Colasco, but her okay. real name is Alexandria Quinn. She has been in porn movies for the last three decades, and okay. I will give out. I would actually like to read a couple of her movie names. Carl, you tell me if you've seen them. Okay. All right. So, My Mommy Bang Brothers 2, Mom Loves yeah. Cock, Hot yeah. Mocha, so, Suck It Dry, Bootylicious yeah. 3, Hard to Swallow, Interracial wait, wait, wait. Lesbian Nation. Well, hold on. Bootylicious 3, Hard to Swallow. It's the full title? No, those are two separate films. One was shot yeah, in I didn't, I, I didn't see No. What about Lesbian Hooter Party? Cock Swallowers, yeah. Gangster Banks, Five, Big Tit mm -hmm. Swim Party. Not five. Maybe five. Maybe five. What was okay. the party? Bukaki Party. American oh, Bukaki no, Party. I didn't see that. I don't like it. It's so, like, I all I'm thinking about in those films is the cleanup. Ugh. Oh, I'm really, well, yeah, that's because like you're. When they stop shooting. Oh, what a mess. All right. So getting back to the movie. His girlfriend said, I got to take a piss. And he goes, well, why don't you announce it to everyone? Now, suddenly, Lance did she says, go, hey, I got to Yeah. And then Lance goes, hey, I'll be right back. I got to go get something in the back. Oh, we're the... <gasps> no. Right Loretta. off the bat, We got ourselves an affair. Oh, yeah, there they are. They got their groceries. Why are now, they he, walking like robots, kind of? Yeah, uh, I'll spoil acting. it for you. It's obviously that their brother Myron is telepathically uh, uh, controlling them. Okay, Myron. These guys, they're all, like, I guess they're quint quartets, four of the same. But basically, Myron is head of the family, Carl. He's head. Oh, check this out. I love, I, I'm going to crank the volume. Okay. They, there's several sex scenes in this, and it's softcore, right? So you see her, but you don't really see him. He's always doing it when he goes on. She wants to be called Scarlet. And they talk. They have like six sex scenes in this movie. We could do a tally. They talk through the sex scenes. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like they scheme while they're banging. Damn much time in the toilet. I swear, that woman's got a bladder the size of a corn. Uh-oh. Oh, do 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 do. Who is it? <laughs> I was <laughs> it's a little too dark, but you you're gonna see like she's totally naked on most of this stuff. Uh huh. How low can you go? Well, yeah. Where can it be? Uh oh, Carl. No, Carl. Carl, no. <laughs> Looks like the movie's over. This is going to be like a trauma. Phew. She's in the employee bathroom right in there. Loretta, you in there? What do you want? What are you doing in there? 
Well, not having sex. Well, whatever you're doing, well, you know, you see Lance is holding a box right there on his wing. <laughs> <laughs> Make those credits go. Okay, never mind. I can see it. <laughs> so, wait, wait. It, is my thing like too dark? Uh, it. I think it's just a dark room. I'm not sure. Well, that was dark. Yeah, I guess maybe it's it isn't darker. the film. Uh-huh. I've watched this film three times, and I watched it once on YouTube and twice on Tubi, and it seems a little darker than normal. Yeah. Hey, Lance, remember me? We just banged. Yeah. Now, this, you know, Full full Moon Have you ever heard of Full Moon Pictures? No. Now, who did you... Okay. Your countdown was, a, was about the director. It was a guy who wrote a book about him? Yeah, so it was the memoirs of director Charles Band. Memoir. And the guy who co-wrote the memoirs was Adam Felber, who is a NPR panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And he, uh, I'm good friends with him. I've known him and his sister for a while. Uh -huh. He told me about this book he wrote. And I said, well, you got to come on. Because Charles Band is like, you know, we have, we love Roger Corman. Charles yeah. Band is like, what if your heroes were Stan Lee and Roger Corman? right okay. you would create a movie industry and you would also have a video segment called like you know the video soapbox or whatever so he was like a showman like i don't think i was really hesitant because i had heard about this guy hit full moon pictures crank out films like the puppet master movies and evil mm -hmm. bong and ginger dead man and ginger weed dead i think there's another guy deader we weeder men uh there's like <laughs> dangerous dolls he and what he does is like he was doing crossovers with his characters as movies like evil bong versus ginger dead man okay. long before marvel kind of did the avengers on on screen so he was like he always thought of like crossovers and he would be cranking out these for the home market and he would have a segment where it would be like the video zone where he'll be like hey guys charlie band here i have some great news you know what i mean so he was kind of like Stan Lee, and he was he was definitely a Roger Corman guy. And he directed yeah. about seventy movies and produced about three hundred, you know. And <laughs> he's not bad, you know. Like we we've known like trauma. We know, yeah. A lot of people who make these movies are just kind of ugly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, after a while, you don't really want to see it. It's kind of cool how they did it, but his films are slightly. This film is kind of cool. There's like double crossing. What's going on right now is the biker is saying, "Hey Lance, congratulations! I now you got a new partner. I co-own this place, and I'll be coming by every two weeks to collect two thousand dollars." Okay, and he, Lance saying that extortion. So he goes. He goes to his girlfriend. There's a running gag where he goes, "What's the word I'm thinking of?" And she goes, "Brains." He goes, "No, that's not it." He goes, <laughs> "I'm kind of sort of a." entrepreneurial uh what's the word i'm thinking of she goes shakedown artist <laughs> he goes no, no, that's not it. He goes, no dummy <laughs> but it what's also funny because they're fucking in the back and then she goes uh my boyfriend wants to talk to you so they didn't realize that he's actually extorting him they thought like right. they knew of the affair he's oblivious to the affair hey, look he's saying you spread yourself too thin that's why you're all pale you got to go out and get laid dude <laughs> <laughs> who would fuck you this you know so this is like 
backstabbing. So they want to get rid of him. And then an yes. opportunity will come to Lance. And Lance's response is fucking extorting, you know, he's Lance is going to face a monster. And in most of these movies, it goes one way. Lance is going to fucking extort the monster. Black. Wow. Man. All right. That works. So this, yeah. So That's it's good. not what I was expecting. I was expecting like some gore, some tits, some gore, and then, you know, rinse and repeat. He's like upping the ante with, uh, well, I've never, Air. like, Corman used to always say that plot doesn't matter in these films. You've, you're just showing them sensationalism. Um, and I've always thought you should just do both. Yeah. Well, we, we discussed it with Adam. Uh, he, Charlie, Charles Band talks about what he feel what his definition of exploitation is. Okay. And he uses a movie he, he did in 22 called uh, Corona Zombies, okay, which was... It was, it, he shot it the day of the shutdown in March 22, in March 20, and then he released it like in April. And it was basically okay. Tiger Lily where they dub in dialogue in old films. But they have this, you know, uh, original structure of Corona zombies come in saying, Corona. <laughs> and he was saying that for him, exploitation is more something that everyone's talking about. Put yeah. it right on the screen, and well, I mean, the, the word exploitation sounds negative connotation, but really, it just means you're exploiting a situation that'll make people notice it. Take you know, it'll turn into sales, you know, right? He has this running series called Kendra and Barbie, and I think Kendra is played by his current wife. Uh, I don't think they're married actually, but okay, one of their recent movies was Kendra and Barbie Save the Tiger King, starring okay, <laughs> Tiger King, the guy from the documentary. So that's what his his feeling of like people are talking about the Tiger King. He's made a Tiger King movie. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Because in there? Let's curio, it will yeah. pick up. And a lot of times, like you know, he says, "Yeah, okay, now, you need." Who? No, she's the waitress is saying, Barry, waitress, "You're playing okay. with fire." Right? You you're right. sleeping around. You're sowing your oats, Loretta oats. <laughs> and uh, you see the you smoke watch behind out. her. Yeah, because when Howard Oates finds out, you're out of here. He's like, I'm a big boy. This guy, Lance, he's been in like a bunch of movies and then he stopped. He was in like Criminal Minds. He's been Dark Prophet, Days of uh -huh. Our Lives, Burn Noses, uh -huh. Desperate Housewives. But he did like movies like Lurking Fear, Siren's Kiss, Shade of Grey, Killer Eye. And I found on IMDb, currently he's a fitness enthusiast, like he's a motivational okay. coach. So, did you say spider? What did I say? I said sirens, sirens kiss. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Did I say Spider Verse again? No, I but you, I, I think there was a film called Spider's Kiss and it had Morgan Freeman or something. Yeah, I, I remember the Kiss of the Spider Woman. Is it Kiss of oh, the Spider Woman? I don't know. Maybe. Now they're well, banging again. This? Is this Lance again or no? Yeah, Lance and Loretta are uh, Lancing. Look, He's so Lancing Loretta right now. Okay, but why don't why don't what? why are they hiding it? Why don't they say, "Look, we, I want to break up. I think I'm in love with Lance." No, so Lance, <laughs> they gotta they gotta get rid of Howard because Howard is no. black, is 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 shaking down him, and they're having an affair. She wants him dead. Look at this; she's completely can, fucking. Can you block out him and just <laughs> can we? Yeah, you know, glasses. She Listen. is fucking terrific. She's been in like Jacqueline Lowell's been 
in tons of shit. She was originally an accountant, like I said. In 1995, she was voted the number one nude model. And so she went from accountant to model. Uh, she's been in those penthouse videos, those Playboy mm -hmm. videos. She published her own magazine called Babe Magazine. What, what uh, year are we talking? Because maybe you don't know, but uh, magazines aren't very current. 90s. 90s, <laughs> when magazines were still relevant. Oh, yeah. Okay, now we're, we're switching to another guy. This guy is, has a truck. This this highway is just a long path, but listen, I, I, I got I don't have Otis name right. Uh, we've got glasses, sex pot, and big guy. What was it? Yeah, a big guy is Otis. Big okay, big. Now Otis put a fake detour sign on this straight road. Yeah, and the truck driver is driving into their house like it's a trap. Uh huh. And Loretta and Lance are going to be driving down, and they're going to notice this detour, and they're going to be suspicious. Okay. But right now they're scheming as more girls do. Against Biker? Yeah, they're gonna get Biker's they're gonna take name? Howard Oates down. Howard, Howard Oates. Oates duh. Howie Oates. Does he say Howie? No, no, I call okay. him Howie. Howard Oates. That's a I'm a dumb. What's your name? Howie. Right? It's not, Oates. It's not flash, it's not Okay. Wait a minute. Right here. Suspicious. This is. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. That's a. Hmm. So, uh, it's funny. I, I was reading about uh, Loretta. She, her six. She let her sixteen-year-old daughter watch this movie. Okay. Is that bad? And she's she's the complaint was in the article, which is on INDB, was that uh. She didn't like seeing her mom naked so much and that they were having an affair. Okay, so here he is. He's taking a look. He's going to see what's going on, right? Yeah. Because It's a detour right to the creepy house. It's that cool house. And somebody already fell for it. We're not the same people, those dopes. Listen, uh, Wheeler. Okay, well, I guess I'll watch the movie and I'll find out. Well, no, no. Ask me any, any oh. question you have about Wheeler. Uh, I'm just not sure what's the deal. They're luring people in for some, uh, but I'm about to find out, I guess. I know, right? Right. So right there, Otis is banging the shit out of the truck driver on the back of his truck and like they're dragging him? him into the wacky house. Okay. Not killing him or not killing him. No, that's a really good point. Lance. I don't think right. Lance has washed up since the act, right? Right. We've seen him fuck twice now. So, but could you just imagine his like okay he's wearing you pants. think he's crusty right now yeah like it's like or who knows like maybe it's been drying right seriously he's got his moist underwear on uh -huh. it must be terrible well i mean his balls must have gone through the ringer okay so he's like yeah we got it now he's he's figuring everything out he just witnessed the stack pulls Beating a guy unconscious and dragging him in this house. Okay, so because he's not calling they him. have his truck, or we don't know yet. They also took the truck, and they're this is Florida. Okay, it wasn't Carl, about did I mention truck. this is they Florida? Brought him inside. It was about getting him. Yeah, they want they want the truck driver. The driver. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna okay, hide so the Lance car. Lance was like, "Fuck that!" And he's going the other way. He's gonna go to the house and say, "I know what you guys are doing." And if you don't pay me two thousand, I'm gonna go uh, a week. I'm gonna go to the cops. So that's right. how he's been. There, look, there's Wheeler. There's Wheeler. 
with that his glasses creepy. off. That is disgusting. Now this this truck driver, God bless. What's going on? What? What? I've what? Done this, this is like what? He was in Animal House. Otis. Right. Well, he was in like Tom Kroll's uh, horror movie when we shot his kids. What? What? No. All right, so they're going to operate on him, and the guy operating him freaked this guy out, and we haven't seen him yet. Those are double doors? I don't really get that. I think it's just decoration on a wall. Oh, okay, because it looked like a monkey, and it was double doors. Everything's so dark in this cut. We are in a mad scientist basement laboratory, as seen okay. in House of Thousand Corpses, I guess. It's not like sex dungeon. It's mad scientist. And they're all lobotomized, Carl. So they can't okay. even, they're not even thinking about sex. They have their eyes on their bottom. They're lobotomized. <laughs> Wait, let me see. I. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Re reverse engineer this joke. Bottom. Now they're all acting like kooky. One's dental flossing. One is saying the word snow over and over again. Snow. 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 <laughs> And we go, and you know it's wacky because wacky, wacky music. This kind of disturbs me, Carl, that these people lose their agency, that they're kidnapped against their will and, and okay. experimented and kept alive. Yeah, like but for some reason, no sex. No. So why you, do it? I don't get you're it. You're going to see your bare ass if this was a better copy. <laughs> the thing is, a gross person like that, you don't want to see their bare ass. Here we go. Snow. Snow. What snow. should we snow? Snow what? Oh. Watch, yes. What should we snow? Snow where? Snow what? I get snow who? Just finished the joke already. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Snow. Snow who? Snow. Snow who? Snow. Snow who? I know all these people got lobotomized. Uh-huh. The surgeon their moved their eyes to the bottom. No? Okay. No. Okay, here's the Lance and his right. employee. Yeah, there's not that many women characters in this movie. They kind of I'm watching um Shazam 2. I gotta be very careful saying the word Shazam because I might turn into my alter ego. But right. or there's like three gods. Yeah, so three goddesses are fighting them. And it's this kind of like classic crone, old woman, sex pod, and teacher. And I feel like the three women in this movie, the waitress, Loretta, and Estorella, are yeah. kind of like that variation of the three witches of Macbeth. Oh. I don't know. Okay. But then again, this is my fourth time seeing it. Okay. Hey, look, I was waiting to blackmail you guys. It's just a small right blackmail. There. If you have a second right, of time, you I'll blackmail like you later. Wait, he, uh, the R word gets on, brought up He a lot. said a not woke word. He said an awful word. Well, you know, I spoke over it, but um, Howard has the best line in this movie. When they come in for groceries, he looks at Esperella and he goes, She's the most fuckable woman outside of a mag girly magazine. <laughs> Too bad she's a retard. That's what he says. I'm quoting oh. the movie. And Lance is like, how can you say it? That's not a woke word. <laughs> Someone will be really offended, and it's not me, so I don't understand. Look, I think it I think that 
that word is awful and you shouldn't say it because it you really shouldn't is. say it but i know but i'm just saying that that we live in a universe and the world went on <laughs> and way back in a time they were saying different things and we're smarter than that now but till they go back in time and go shame shame i'm offended you're, you're okay not, you're denying reality you didn't hit pause did you no and of course not i've hit pause i wanted to hear your speech all right <laughs> how's the view for your soapbox you know <laughs> these characters are reprehensible none there's no good character in this so if one of them says the r word in this movie it's uh -huh. in character you know i mean they're lobotomizing uh truckers that's pretty shitty too yeah so it's just the nature of them i i think and i think the i watched the most recent film of this director charles Pandon. his humor yeah. was like there's a karen she's like let me talk to the manager but it's never really <laughs> i am the manager oh. let me talk to the owner I am the owner. Okay. So now they've so, got. Here he is. Look, look, there oh! he is. Oh. You got to do that reaction. What the? Is that the it's head mandatory. of the family? That is literally. He even says the title right now. You could say I'm almost head of the family. Rated R. Let's hear him. Uh, so, yeah, he's Myron. And he, with his big brain, he controls his siblings. One is a muscle man known for his muscles. One has big eyes and super cool ears and can see and hear. And the other one can fuck at my will. Basically, he'll say, her skill is. And uh, that's, that's the, the, the porn talent uh, mm -hmm. in, in the movie. Uh, Alexandria Quinn, D Diane Colasso, who was entered the uh, adult industry when she was 17 and she told everyone she was 18. Okay. And when they found out she had to retire and then she joined up again. Okay, so right, here we go. Otis is stronger than Let's anybody. Wheeler can, oh, give me a second. I gotta click two buttons. I don't wanna hit Where? the wrong button. Is I it hardly need to tell you about her special powers. I don't need to, she fucked. for me, well. Yeah, so you're the smart one. Yes, I should say so. I'm the brains of the family. Okay, let me hear it. You know, telepathically. I can't leave this chair, but I could see through Wheeler's eyes, enforce my will with Otis's hands, and, uh, <laughs> well, I need not tell you about my uses for Ernestina. Your fucking sister, dude. One brain. But he's having... Four bodies. Say head of well, the family. Well, there, He's, I, I thought guess he did. you're the one I need to be talking to. He should be. By all means, talk. Now let's just oh, say maybe he's conversation that somebody happened to see a strange old here. roadblock a couple of all nights ago. All right, you can ago. mute it. And this fella, he happened well, to hang see on, just... uh, Otis here dragging some poor fella out of his pickup. This is such a good movie. Like, Lance is so good in this. He looks at the situation. He sees this monster, and he's like, you know what? My, I'm going to blackmail you, right? He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. It's really kind of smart. Like he, he, they're both like monster versus you know shyster. It's fun. Yeah, shyster, shyster. I could say that word. Now, uh, one <laughs> of the things that Charles Van mentioned, like he he mentions this movie up front, and it's a fan favorite. It's one of his favorite films. Adam really likes it too. But he was saying that he used forced perspective to pull off this whole bullshit with Myron the big hat. So the the 
the they're looking at a, it's a clo he's closer and yeah. we don't so that the camera angles like those are puppet hands and that's an actual yeah. actor this guy's only been in four movies but that actor is set so up his, normally with right, the puppet so hands next to him he's going into uh his his face goes like into Lance is not looking at Lance is looking down at a certain direction right now when he's talking. Mm -hmm. So it does feel like it's real. And we'll get to a scene where Lance, Loretta, and Myron are all in the same, they're all positioned, their heads are all positioned the same way. They figured out a way to do it. I'll show it to okay. you in a bit. So he's just basically saying, I wrote all this information down and I gave it to a, in a letter and I gave the letter to a random lawyer. And <laughs> I told him if I don't call you, he calls me. And if he, you know, if I don't call him to go to the police and, you know, I get a call and I, I give him a code and he knows it's me. So he's basically uh, blackmailing yeah. Myron. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Usually, like in trauma, there's like some sick shit, and people are, you know, Mine heads are being busted. intellect. Yeah, this one's got a story. Yeah. Forced perspective. So he's closer to the camera, but they did it with shadows. So yeah. So it feels like he's right next to him. There's a lot of puppetry in this movie. Basically, he ran a studio. He During the 80s, he had something called Empire, or... Uh, a video and he did ghoulies that was him he didn't direct direct it but he produced ghoulies ghoulies 2 was an outdoor carnival shot in a, a giant sound stage in italy okay. that he, uh, he owned at the time and then i guess he did, was responsible he did troll he produced troll wait wait wait, wait 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 we saw ghoulies 3 he didn't have anything right to goes do to college I, i'm sure it's a full moon i'm sure it's an embassy uh it's an embassy empire picture meta he did he owned a video store and one of the first video stores in beverly hills uh -huh. and he he gave this great story about this rich woman from beverly hills came in and had the cassette and says it doesn't work i put it on top of the tv set and it doesn't play and the movie doesn't play yeah oh my god okay is do you have a vcr she goes excuse me what <laughs> but uh, i didn't really think you place it <clears throat> There's no mechanism. Yeah, she thought it. like it would like yeah. seep through the TV and play the movie. Just okay. And he said he he said oh like intent like rabbit ears yeah. maybe she yeah. was thinking okay it would touch the TV like back then you had those like cabinets you know okay okay no but I I could see it if it was like well the regular TV gets it from the air so you place it on top and it should go in like a TV antenna I think one that you don't need to connect to. Okay. Yeah. This is a long scene. This extortion is uh, brains going for it. Brains will agree on it. Yes, he talks like you know, he he profundo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one thing I should mention. Deal. Is R.W. Whatever. I actually didn't write his name down, but looks like we have a deal. We have a deal. All right. So the deal is. You get rid of this Howard Oates, and I won't, I won't go to tell. the cops. All right. Guess what they're doing right now? Having sex. And they're talking. Carl, can you even talk during sex? Well, Matt it down. They do, like, dirty. I'm sorry, Carl. I'm sorry. 
Well, it, it's routine. So finish your thought, and then I'll do my routine. Please, I want to hear you. Yeah, man. Look at that. They're talking during doggy style. Yeah. It's like so farciful. It's like Grand Grial, like this, you know, it's Grand Grand Grand. Grand. He's gonna be dead. He's gonna be dead. Deader than dead. Deader than a dog dead in a garbage Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'm still stiff. I can't even talk in a sauna. You're in a steam room and someone starts a conversation. <laughs> I can't. My wife talks in bed, which you might think is pretty sexy, but it's the thing she says, like, uh, 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 did you add Keith to the car insurance? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, my wife says the same thing. Oh, no, she says, uh, God damn it, have you been eating crackers on your, in the bed again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all itchy. I'm all itchy. There's ants. All right, so she doesn't talk at all, right? She's just hanging out on the side of the road waiting for little Abner or what have you. Howard yeah. sees her, and, like, he's drawn. She has this yeah, ability. Yeah, she's sex pot. Yeah. Sparella? And then, oh, Forget it. The thing is, like, bait and switch. She baits you, allures you. And then Otis uh, switches Switch. and punches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this again. Mm. Oh. oh, right. Mm. Oh, the biker has been killed. I have, but you, oh, I have, you know, you owe me a favor. Force perspective. So he's close and she's standing back further. Yeah. And then I think there's I some scenes where they might know to look for it. It's well done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, he's a practical effects guy. He's been making, like, he's, his first couple movies in the 70s were, like, car chases. There's a movie called Crash, which is one of his first films. And you can see the wires on the trucks as they go, the vans as they go off the road, and you can see the wires snap uh -huh. off. Like, it just so happened, you know, but it was all practical. It, just, it was still in the shot, or at least the, the version I saw. Yeah. Now, is Crash the famous Crash? No, this point. is from 1978. Thank you. And it has oh, an exclamation point at the end. Crash! Oh. Oh, have you ever seen that 1978 movie? Crash! Sorry, it's the exclamation point. <laughs> his film, he I has this motif. I think like horror directors and directors have like a motif. You know what I mean? And they follow it over and over again. And yeah. like, so his are like demonic things. Well, I mean, like, you know, you could look at David Lynch movie and over the years you see the same themes pop up. You see doppelgang evil doppelgangers in Jordan yeah. Peele movies. There's, right. there's certain horror themes that I see. And then for Charles Band, he really is into, like, demonic possession. You know, maybe the puppet starts coming to life or maybe an amulet causes you to crash into people in 1978. There's a whole, like, real cool, like, evil weirdness. It's kind of cool. I don't know. This one, not so much. This is like a standalone, practically. Really? Oh, and it's yeah. one of his favorites. Right. Okay. Oh, it's he, he, yeah, uh, here we go. Uh, hang on. Uh, uh, content warning. They go, listen, you can't be hanging out here with your husband dead. And she's like, why not? He goes, okay, take off your panties, <laughs> which he does. <laughs> oh, it's dinner time potato. for the potato. Yep. This is like you fish burgers. It. Your this eyes is. are on the bottom. Oh, because they're lobotomized? Nice. Uh, lobo. Maybe that's the way I go about it. Her eyes were on the bottom because she was lobotomized. Two potato? One. Ooh, throw potato at wall. 
Where's dental floss guy? <laughs> Her eyes were Dude. on the bottom. Carl, that's a terrible joke. Because I don't get it. Where's the was... eyes come from? Low bottom eyes. Low low. Uh, you say lobotomized. Lobotomized. Oh, you have lobotom eyes. You can't say a lobotomy. You got to say lobotomized. Lobotomy. Lobotomized. Forced perspective. I love it. Yeah. It, oh, it gets work. even crazy. All right, everything's taken care of. We killed your we killed your biker. Oh, yeah. that's just great. You know what? I'll be coming back more and more. This is what he tells his girlfriend too. Uh so you just gotta give me more money. So he's oh, he's pulling yeah. the whammy jammy on, on Byron. Wait, wait. So he's being a dick because he yeah. made an agreement. I won't tell if you. So he did it, and now he's saying, uh, thanks, but there's more. This is ongoing. And he even tells he even tells Loretta like we're gonna make money we're gonna milk the fuck out of these guys. <laughs> the reason why Myron has been killing uh, lobotomizing them and right. the scientific he's trying if they humans only use half a mind maybe they could use my mind. I just need the perfect body to put my mind in. Okay, okay. That's why they're dead. Oh, and he also says in the first act and for entertainment which will come back in the third act. What? For entertainment and what? He'll go, I I have my subjects. For oh, and for entertainment? Okay. Entertainment. So what does that mean? Sex. How do they entertain, Carl? <laughs> Is it sex? Do you think there'll be a sex orgy in this movie? No. Uh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, that, that's what I would do. <laughs> Well, this movie has a lot of sex in it. They talk during their sex, and like she's always taking her clothes off. It's great. Yeah, my wife talks in bed, which she might think is pretty sexy, but it's a thing she said. Like, can you bring up the folding chairs from the basement? <laughs> oh, my my wife does. She chants in bed. She's like, "Protect me!" <laughs> oh, rebo, rebo. What's I need? A, what's a good like a Harry Potter spell? <laughs> yeah, uh, spell anomious. My wife does. Does my wife talk dirty best? No. She 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 chants. Yeah, she talks dirty. She says, protect me. Oh, you mean like Latin? Like um Yeah, Latin. <laughs> Protectio Domine. Protect me <laughs> Okay, so he's on top of the world and Brains is like, fuck that asshole, man. We gotta do desperate measures. Okay, so he's going to use his eyes and his ears and his brute and his sensuality to find out who the lawyer is and to get that fucking copy of the letter and wipe their ass with it. Okay, now he sees through the one guy's eyes and... Hears through I, her, his ears, too. Okay, but, but the, the sex part, he goes, you know what I use her for. So that means he's having the female experience of sex every time. Right, through his sister. Yeah. So ethically through his sister. Yeah. So like he's getting it like a girl. Right? Yeah. That's like like yeah. <laughs> well that's not the goal. Why don't you use Olaf or uh, Otis? Otis. I mean Well he waits like once there what what's you you'll see. You'll see her in action. Uh, trust me, you'll see her in action. Okay. 
Okay, now this is kind of awkward for waitress because he's like, my husband's gone. You know, I told the cops, like you told me. I mean, like I t- told the cops. <laughs> and then he's like, so that must be 